Welcome to the She Finds Joy podcast, where I teach you how to step into the arena of bigness, all the while creating more joy along the way. That's right. We are capable of reclaiming our power, our purpose, our boldness and bravery, and putting our bigness into the world. I'm Kim Strobel, your truth-telling, real-talk happiness coach, who believes in giving you the tools to create a life you really love. After all, when we're playing in our arenas of bigness, life gets better as we get bolder. So buckle up for the no BS, zero fluff advice that gives you the small steps for big joy. Today, I'm excited to welcome Leslie Tagorda to my podcast. Leslie and I met through a mastermind. We're colleagues and friends, and I want to tell you a little bit about her. Get this. She is a brand astrologer and designer, and she helps women-owned businesses and nonprofits shine brightly online. She created Astral Brand Framework that combines brand strategy and precise astrological insight to help businesses. She also hosts her podcast, The Savvy Luminary. Welcome to the show, Leslie. Hello, Kim. Thank you for having me. Well, you know, I have this like very spiritual, very, uh, I don't even want to call it woo-woo-y because we know woo-woo-y is like based on real stuff. But like I've always had this part of me that loves astrology and I love thinking about the universe and universal intelligence and what everything has to teach us. And so... I love you because you combine that aspect with this like left brain, logical, mathematical business strategy. And so I'm sure people are like, we don't even know what you're talking about yet, Kim. Like, what do you mean she's a brand astrologist? What does that mean, Leslie? <laughs> yes. And the, the short of it is that I have a, a wide background in brand strategy and design. I've been a brand strategist and designer since 2004. And I then started combining astrology into my work a couple of years ago because it just gave me so much more specificity in terms of creating aiding and positioning and discerning where a brand needs to go and how to show up as a leader. And so many people don't even know what a brand is because they're either very new to entrepreneurship or they're not in entrepreneurship. Can you explain what a brand is? Yes, I'm so glad you asked because I do have a very special definition of what a brand is. Um, so you may or may not have a business, um, and you probably, if you don't have a business, you have a personal brand. And this is the bundling up, the packaging of all of your essence, that personality that you bring out that gives your first and lasting impression. And that's what I call a brand. I love that. So like, even if we don't own a business, like there is like the brand of Kim Strobel, like from the way she dresses to how she shows up to how she talks and what she decides to immerse herself in. And that's just like makes up me, right? 100%. You have like the perfect personal and business brand combining all of your unique energies. And I'd love to give you a mini reading before our time is over to share. Oh, yeah, with we're going to end audience. with that because I'm all about those readings, girlfriend. So, like, how did you, so is astrology something, like, okay, we talked about what a brand is, so it's a personal brand, or it can be, like, your business brand, or a combination of both, then explain to those who don't really understand astrology, what is that exactly? 
Right. So most of us know our sun signs, right? And we might read our horoscope in the paper or the magazine, and we'll be looking at our sun sign. And so there's is 12 your sun zodiac- sign. I'm sorry. Is your sun sign your horoscope sign? Yes, normally it's the horoscope sign, unless you're reading some kind of like really in-depth geek, geeked out astrology site. Okay, so my sun <laughs> sign is I'm a Pisces. Got it. Exactly. You are a Pisces. But we are made up of so much more than just our sun sign. The sun sign is kind of just like the tip of the iceberg. We are made up of all of the zodiacs and certain, um, I like to call them archetypes, psychological archetypes, certain, certain energies come out more than others. And when we can combine our unique energy, um, kind of like a recipe, we then, how could I say it? Um, we can present ourselves in an aligned way. Maybe that mm, made sense. I love that. That does make sense. So you're telling me like, So astrology is basically based on the zodiac signs and it's based on how stars aligned whenever we're born or like take us back to like really understanding the very basis of this. Yes. So at the exact time and place you took your first breath on Earth, the stars and planets and different calculations were cast. And there's no other person that has your unique imprint. Um, we call it natal charts in astrology. No other person has the exact same natal chart as you. Even if you were a twin or a triplet born minutes apart, there are things that can change in your astrological chart that make you uniquely you. And it is very dependent on the time and place. Um, yes, specifically the time and place that you were born. So let's say that me and someone else were both born at Perry County Memorial Hospital on February 27th, 1974, between the hours of 8 and 9. Does that mean that everything is aligned with me and that person? Like we? No, not at all. So say, I actually know um, some twins who were born just four minutes apart. Right. But there's certain things in your astrological chart because it, it's like all of these different clocks. Like, have you been to like kind of the, the optometrist and they're showing you different filters like A or B, B or A? Yes. And so if you can imagine each one of those filters as different planets that are constantly moving, everything is in flux. And so. If you are born four minutes later, there's certain wheels that are changing so quickly that it will produce a different natal chart. Your, your house calculations and houses are different areas in your life where energies occur. Those can get moved around really, really, really quickly. That is a fantastic analogy and explanation. I understand so clearly now. So thank you for taking the time to break that down for us. And so tell me a little bit more then. So how do we, so you, you studied astrology. Is that something like anybody can study and learn or do you have to have like this kind of unique gift inside of you to be able to understand it and analyze it? Well, I think that anybody can learn astrology, right? And we all know that the biggest key to learning something is if we have a passion for it, right? Like if it makes us really truly happy because whatever we focus on expands. And so I've loved astrology since the sixth grade, since I found out I was an Aquarius. (laughs) Is that when you found out about astrology? No, I just like... To be honest, when I was in school, my friend Vicky and I, we, we were both Pisces. And so we got up every morning and read our horoscope because if there was anything about love in there, we were all about it. <laughs> yes. 
So we would like take it to heart exactly what kind of day we were going to have and if love was going to find us in the Pisces chart. And so I've always been interested in it, um, but I, I've never studied it or learned about it. But I've had a couple of readings over the years on it. Yeah. Um, and I think that's how people's interests start off, right? They, uh, people love astrology, especially in uncertain times. Like right now with kind of our global pivot, like I have not been busier because people are looking to the stars for whatever reason, the stars present some kind of, um, stability. Right. There there's something that we can look at, we can measure, we can kind of rely on to always be there. And so in times when we're unstable, we look to astrology. And like you were saying, you and your friend looking at the horoscope every, you know, every Sunday, whenever it came out about love, that's the first place that people go to. Like, am I going to match with this person? Am I going to match with this person? But the more you delve into astrology, you learn that your Pisces, your sun sign is one of three key pillars that anybody who knows their birth time and their birthplace can go to any um, astrology site like astro.com for a free chart. And you can plug in your birth time, your birthplace, and it'll give you a full map of all of the stars, all of the luminaries at the time you were born. And you're going to want to know primarily your sun sign then you're going to want to know your moon sign. And then to me, this is the most important sign that some people know about. It's called our rising or our ascendant. Mm. And what, okay. And so first of all, let me back up because you've all of a sudden piqued a bunch of people's interest. They're like, what's that website? You mean I can get my free chart? So if you go to astro.com, you can place in there the time of your birth, the place of your birth, and all of that date, and then it's going to spit out this chart that's going to give you at least some idea of what your sun sign, moon sign, rising sign, all of that is. But then somebody like you takes that information and interprets it for people, correct? Correct. Now, if you go to astro.com, they'll give you interpretations, too, so you can definitely get your toes wet. Um, but then you find an astrologer that you trust and you love that has kind of the same perspective as you, right, because we're all coming to this with different filters, right? People come to you because they want to be happy. Yeah. Um, people may come to me because they want to feel more empowered and want to know how to show up more as a leader in their lives and their businesses. And so you find an astrologer that you like and you trust and you get an interpretation, a reading from them, and they can tell you all kinds of things, like not only about um, the, the innate gifts that you were born with, some that you might be resisting, as well as um, they can look at the here and now based on the stars and planets that are transiting right now, like the here and now, um, as they are relating to your planets that you have when you were born. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so this is what I remember about you is you and I did like a couple of years ago, we did a reading where you were trying to kind of like you did an astrology reading and match it up to my website. And you were like, Kim, this website really is not displaying like who you are and how your soul wants to shine up. And you like gave me specific tips. And so I don't know if you've seen the two new websites since then, but um, you should take a look at it because we I followed a lot of your advice. So like on Strobel Education, we we did a lot of different things so that like the true like real Kim Strobel could kind of come through when people go to the website. 
We did the same thing for KimStribble.com. And so I'm just getting all giddy here because like I love readings and I think people are like, oh my gosh, yes, let's, of course they're wanting a reading and we're going to tell them how to do that. But should, should we dive in and do an example right now? Yes, I would love to. I have your chart up in front of me because I always have people's charts up in front of me. <laughs> this is so exciting. Oh, I can't wait. I want to know what my innate gifts are, Leslie. <laughs> yes. Um, can we pause for one second? Yep. Can you do the snap thing? Okay. So. Okay. So Meg, we're just letting you know we have, you have to edit that part out and we are back to record now. Okay. So let's do this, Leslie. All right. So, Kim, you already know that you are a um, Pisces sun. That means that you are this wonderfully creative. The way that you create and express yourself is through empathy and compassion. Right. So true, because I never thought myself to be like a creative person, like the way Scott Struble is, because I can't visualize things and piece them together but I could, I, I do feel like I'm creative, but in a very different non-traditional sense of it. Yeah, well, the gift of Pisces, right? Pisces are, like you were saying, imaginative and creative, but like at the highest expression, they have this ginormous big vision, meaning they can see that they are part of the greater whole. Yep. And I know that the way that you talk about happiness and how you talk about like seeing gifts and even kind of like challenges, that these are all part of your bigger philosophy. Like, what is this meant to teach me? And that is very, very Pisces. Yeah. Right? Yes. And then you also have a Taurus moon and Taurus moons are, they're so, I want to say, and I want to say sensual, meaning they love coziness. They love being embodied and they really need to feel, mean, not like emotionally feel, but sensory feel, you know, like always craving that hot cup of cocoa or tea or whatever you drink, always those lush fabrics, always the, just always feeling really secure in your senses. That is so interesting because, first of all, I have to have a hot cup of tea every day. And my primary love language is touch, right? So, like, I'm not lying. I need to be stroked. Like, Scott means to stroke my arm or hold my hand or hug me or pat me on the back. Like, I have to feel his physical touch. Um, and so, yeah, I, I very much see that in, in me. And so sensuality, I, I like terming it like that, yeah. Well, and why it's so important to know that that's your moon sign, right? That's like this inner thing. Like you've done the work to discover that. And I can see that in your chart. But will we know that from this like deep, intuitive, emotional level that we need to be touched like you do, right? How much more like empowered does that make you feel when you go about your day, when you can tell your partner, hey, honey, just hold me for a little bit because that's what I need to feel grounded. Exactly. And like I I kind of always knew that about myself. But then you start to take on the labels like, well, you're needy or like somebody else doesn't need that. So why do I need it? Or why does Kim have to schedule a massage every Friday? Well, Kim has to schedule a massage because she- <laughs> She really likes and maybe Scott Strobel touches her as much as he can, but not enough. So then I get 90 minutes of touch from the massage therapist, right? 
Right. And when you're in, when you're meeting your emotional needs like that, you can work and be so much more productive and self-confident. And so like understanding our needs and like really giving them the TLC that they desire just makes you a more whole person that can actually go and accomplish the big and scary things that you need to do every day. I'm having a big aha here, Leslie, because seriously, this weekend, I didn't know if like I was I was just in a bad mood or like I couldn't figure out. But I found myself being kind of snappy to my husband because he's been going out to our farm all of the time and spending all these hours out there, which I really love for him to do. And, and to be honest, you know, I like my alone time. But what you said is so spot on. Like I felt myself getting grouchy and it wasn't because he was out at the farm. It's because he wasn't paying attention to me when he was home. And so on Monday, I just said, like, I'm just feeling disconnected from you. I I just need you to, like, sit by me on the couch or maybe go to bed with me at the same time. Like, that's what it was. And so I was kind of, like, slapping myself across the back because I was like, what is your problem, Kim? Like, you just laid on the couch and watched Netflix, so you're not really upset that he went to the farm. But it's because, like – in my head, he had physically distanced himself from me because his need might not be as great as mine. And so then I communicated that to him. Today's episode is brought to you by me and my She Finds Joy course. That's my 90-day guided journey that unleashes your happiness and helps you fully step in to your power as a woman so that you can begin to make big things happen. I know that each and every one of us is capable of stepping into the arena of bigness. We are capable of reclaiming our power, our purpose, our boldness, our bravery, and our bigness in this world. And I'm here to help you do just that. You can sign up for the wait list and be the first to know at kimstrobel.com forward slash she dash finds dash joy dash wait list. Again, that's kimstrobel.com forward slash she dash finds dash joy dash wait list. Yeah, that's great that you were able to do that. I'm so proud of you. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm just having uh-huh. Because like, you know, I did kind of like self judge myself. Like, why are you getting your panties in a wad over this, Kim? And, you know, you're not really mad at him for going to the farm. So what, what are you mad about? Or what are you frustrated about? And it was the touch. So what you said really just kind of brought it together for me. See, isn't it amazing when we just kind of, when we honor what our needs are, when we know what our needs are without judging them because it's part of our energetic makeup? Yes. Yeah. And somebody else who's listening to this podcast, they're like, I don't want my husband touching me. I just want him to empty the dishwasher and take the trash out. (laughs) For me, Sagittarius moon who loves freedom, I'm like, give him a space, give him a space. Yes. Oh, keep going. Keep going. What is my rising (laughs) sign, son? I can't wait to hear. Yes. And your rising sign. So, Kim, I hadn't looked at your chart since you had mentioned a couple of years ago and I and I revisited it. And every time I look at somebody's chart, it's like this onion and you peel back the layers and you notice something new each and every time. And we are born just a couple of weeks apart. Um, yeah, <laughs> I'm, same I'm two year? weeks older. Same year? Yeah, I'm two year. I'm two weeks older than you. Wow. <laughs> so I'm an Aquarius. The sun, sun moved from Aquarius to Pisces when you were born. But we have some of really, really big signatures that are very similar. So the biggest signature that we both have the same is that we both have Gemini rising. 
And Gemini rising, it doesn't matter that we are just two weeks apart. That actually doesn't have anything to do with it. Um, it was just it, from the at the time that we were born, it was very similar where the um, zodiac sign of Gemini was rising on the eastern horizon from the time we took our very first breath. And what why this is super interesting is because we both have Saturn and the south node in Gemini right on our rising sign. Wow. So what, what this means, means. <laughs> it is, I know it's a little bit technical, it's a little bit out there, but as a Gemini rising, this is how people already see us. Our rising sign is what I call in my astro brand framework, our outer brand. This is the way that people are already experiencing us. And oftentimes this is where the biggest disconnect is, right? Because we are so busy inside ourselves that it's really hard for us to, if we could only see ourselves as others saw us. Yes. <laughs> right. And so when we know that People are already seeing us, me and you, Kim, specifically as Gemini rising, meaning the the storyteller, the teacher, the um, the one that creates dialogue, the one that is engaging and curious and asking questions and knows a lot about a lot of things. Like, don't ask us to, like, go really deep into a problem. Like, we don't have time for that. We have too many other interests. Right. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Right. That's the Gemini rising. And so when we can also, again, validate that that's the leader that we're supposed to be the Jane of all trades. Right. Yes. We don't have to judge ourselves or saying, oh, well, why can't I go really deep into this one subject? Well, of course we could. We're smart enough. We know how to do it. But that's not our energetic makeup. People want us to just spread the love and tell the stories and be this Jill of all trades for them. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense because as I've been reevaluating both my happiness coaching business and my struggle education business, the thing that I find, and I fought myself a little bit on it, but like I really don't, um, I don't want to create like, I don't want to do a ton of like full day trainings. Like I literally want to get on the stage and do the storytelling and get everybody fired up. And then I want to be done, <laughs> you know? Yes. And so like my days of wanting to go really, really deep into the content, I think that's needed. And that's why I have people on my team that can do it. But for me, I'm really starting to see that that part doesn't match up with how my soul wants to show up. And so it feels kind of free to hear you just validate that I am feeling that shift and wanting to pay attention to it, but being a little scared to pay attention to it. Yes, that is exactly what it is. And people need the Gemini Risings. Like we're the ones that like are the social butterflies that connect lots of people and engage, right? At the lowest expression of Gemini is that we're so busy doing all the talking, we forget to listen. Right. <laughs> but at the highest expression of Gemini and all of these, all of the zodiacs have different levels of expression. Right. So we're always operating from from our zodiacs. It's just that we have to fine tune so that we're operating from the higher levels of the expression. Nice. And so for Gemini, the highest level of expression, it's engaging. It's creating a dialogue. It's listening. Yes. That makes so much sense. And so that's how other people see me as well? Or is that, is that what you're saying? Yes, that is how other people already naturally see you. So when we look at this from a branding perspective, what it 
gift to know the type of leader, the type of guide we are supposed to be. And that's represented from the rising sign. So even if you don't have a business, like say you are a community leader or even just like the leader in your family, right? How do you show up more authentically? Um, so it could be where people like you more or trust you more, um, whatever, however authenticity authenticity will help you is how you grow into your rising sign oh so it's learning to embrace your rising sign and understand those attributes that come with them and then use them for the greater good yes thank you for clarifying that for me (laughs) just telling my my words because one of the traps also of gemini rising is like getting so overwhelmed that you want to say so many things at one time that it gets convoluted yeah no but that does make so much sense and so then what you do just to clarify what you do for people who are extremely interested now in what they've heard is Give me a typical scenario of someone that you specifically, Leslie, would would help with this kind of thing. Yes. So I I specifically help women business owners or thought leaders. So um, people in the workplace looking for how they need to show up better, how they need to show up more consistently. Um, people who are looking to understand the real gift of their offering. So for example, what I mean by that, it's like, okay, well, Kim, you offer happiness coaching, but are people buying happiness coaching or are they buying the transformation on the other side of happiness coaching? Right. Yeah, because that's like the other thing that I've recently discovered, Leslie, is like, I really don't like, um, how should I say this? Like, I, I want to get people the transformation, but they have to do the work and it's become too heavy for me to make them do the work. Like, I don't want to have to be by their side every, every second, like trying to get them to do this thing. And so like understanding again, how I want to restructure my happiness coaching business. Cause I'm never going to be like the one-on-one coach. Like mm-hmm. I'm not going to be very good at listening to you for 60 minutes. Tell me all your struggles. I mean, like some people are gifted at that, but that's not what, what I want to do. Yeah. And, and that stuff we can see. We can, I can see in somebody's astrological chart the energetics of their ideal customer so that it goes beyond just your customer avatars. I can see the gift of transformation you bring people. I can see your communication style. I can see all of these things that if, if you've ever run a business and tried marketing, you know, it involves so much guesswork that can just drive you crazy because like you're either copying a guru or comparing yourself to others instead of like just really understanding what is already innately in you wanting to come out. And let me just tell you what, if you are an entrepreneur, I will just tell you that I've spent three years trying to figure out who my ideal client is, what the transformation is that I really offer, which I want to see what you think my chart says on that specifically. But like if I could hire uh, hired someone because I was just guessing I was like well I think that I help women um overcome hard things I think that I help women increase their happiness levels I think that I help women play in the arena of bigness and then like I think I think I think but like (laughs) I don't really know and I've never really known like sometimes how to like bring it all together and so if you're sitting here telling me like way back when Working with you would have helped clear the mud out of all that water. That would have saved me a ton of time. 
you know? So that's a wonderful gift that you give to, to entrepreneurs who are wanting to do this. And they, you're right. It's, we, we're simply guessing because we don't really know. Yes. And I think, you know, that's my challenge too, right? It's like, I know that I can give this insight, this valuable insight to people, but trying to explain it in a nutshell so that people can instantly understand when I tell them I do brand astrology of what is entailed. It's like, how do you do that? (laughs) Right. But now, like, as I've, as I've kind of asked you these questions, like, it's really making sense, but you're right. It's a very technical thing that when we first, like, read your bio, we're like, well, what is that? What is astrology and how the heck does that tie to your business and being an entrepreneur and how does that tie to your brand and who you are? But just kind of having you do it today with me as an example, I think it's becoming really clear to the audience that's what your special sauce is. Yes. I just help people see their already their map that's already written in the stars, where they need to lead within their life and how they need to align to their own energies so that they become the magnet to the people that they're supposed to serve. Yes, I want to be a magnet. I love that. Sometimes people write that, that I am a, a what did they sometimes one person wrote in one of my feedbacks like um, that I was like a contagious magnet that they were drawn to. And then I wanted to know, like, well, what was that, right? Yes. Oh, my gosh. There's, you know, I could talk about astrology all day long. And you do have a chart that is set up to be a compassionate, empathetic, inspirational leader that spreads her happiness through not just joy, but the embodiment of joy. Mm-hmm. Like, you communicate through the way you feel in your body, again, going to that sensational aspect of it all. So the transformation then that I cause people would be for them to tap into that own embodiment and be able to create their own happiness and joy? Well, that's the way you do it. But the gift that you bring to them is that you help them create You help them in essence. I know this is going to sound really, really, really interesting, but you help them in essence become better mothers. There is a, there's something very specific in your chart that I can see that your ideal customers are the people who want to find their own freedom in their committed relationships. So your ideal customer is a married person who is probably a mother and is having who is working with some shadow issues, trying to find her own identity within her relationship so that she can show up to be the type of mother that she dreamt that she was. Oh, that is so stinking good. I'm sending that to my team after this. I'm going to go back and I'm going to listen to that because you're, I think that's exactly what, I just have never been able to like put it into words, but I think that is what I am fighting on behalf of is like, how do we, The way that you show up and be the mother that you want to be is by taking care of your own needs and making sure that you are creating space within your identity to be more than a mother and more than a wife and more than a worker, like to be that person that you are allowed to be before you became all of those titles. And then when mothers do that, they automatically become mother, better mothers and better wives and better human beings because they're all around happier in their life. So Holy smokes. I'm going to have to send you like a thousand dollar check just for that (laughs) statement right there. We can definitely go deeper into your chart because there's so many key energetics that I, I love seeing because again, we're just two weeks apart. So we have a lot of very similar energetics, but they play out very differently in your chart. 
Oh, that's so interesting. Okay, so where can so here's what I want to know. First of all, if I am someone who doesn't own my own business, can I still hire you to do an astrology reading for me as a person? Yes, if you're talking about work, if you're talking about leadership development or growing your own personal brand, yes. If it's just personal astrology, I wouldn't be your cup of tea. Okay, so if say that again so we know exactly who can contact you. Right. So if you're looking for direction in your business, how to show up better as a leader, how to show up better in your community and how to like discern who you're here to serve, that I can help you with. And where can people find you, Leslie? Yes, you can find me on Instagram at New Moon Creative Co. Or you can find me on my website at newmooncreative.co. And we will drop all of that in the show notes. Okay, so I end every session, Leslie, by asking my interviewee, how are you, Miss Leslie, reaching for more joy in your own life right now? (sighs) (laughs) That is the million-dollar question, isn't it? It really is, because... Because this is probably not going to air until later, but I am recording this in the middle of the coronavirus. <laughs> yes. How do I reach more joy? Well, right now, what really brings me joy is connecting with people like you, Kim, and sharing this wisdom of astrology because astrology brings me joy. I can talk about astrology all the time to whoever will listen to me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure our listeners are thinking they want to hear more from you, which is why also they can find you talk about this on your podcast, right? Oh, yes. I um, I have an astrology podcast, Astrology for Entrepreneurs, called The Savvy Luminary. The Savvy Luminary. Fantastic. So you just tapping into your own passion, following your own heart with astrology, and speaking to people about that in the business world is what brings you immense joy. One hundred percent. And the thing about what brings that the the result of what happens is I love seeing people like you, your faces light up when you hear these empowering words and this validation of how you're already feeling so that you stop judging yourself. (laughs) I love it. Yeah. And I've like had all kinds of like Oprah aha moments uh, here today. So, oh my gosh, thank you so much, Leslie, for giving me a reading and just kind of explaining astrology and how that really does help us connect to our divine purpose and, and how we're supposed to show up in the world. So thank you so much for being here with us today. I'm honored to interview you. Oh, thank you so much, Kim. You're very welcome. Thank you for having me. We did it. Thank you so much for listening in on the She Finds Joy podcast today. I'm honored to share this space with you, and I hope you keep showing up as the real you in this world. As always, this conversation will be continued in our free private Facebook group. You can join that group by going to kimstrobel.com forward slash she finds joy to connect with other joy seekers just like you.